Hey City Light family, thanks for tuning in to our podcast today. Before we jump in to our normal episode, we want to let you know a special announcement. We will continue to post podcasts throughout the month of May 2022, but beginning the first week of June 2022, we will no longer publish podcasts of Sunday gatherings. Moving forward, we're going to exclusively post those to our YouTube channel. So make sure you search City Light Church Ocala, O-C-A-L-A, and you'll be able to find our services streamed live and held on our YouTube channel for you to view at your convenience. Thank you. God bless. Hey there. Thanks so much for tuning in to the City Light Church podcast. We're so honored you've joined us. We hope that today's podcast brings you hope, encouragement, and most of all, adds value to you in your walk with Jesus Christ. We long to see people grow from where they are closer to where God desires them to be, and it's our hope that this podcast is an essential element in that process for you. So grab a pen, your Bible, and a journal, and let's dive into today's message. The soul, which scripturally we see as the mind, the will, and the emotion, the soul doesn't change. The only thing that changes about the soul is the mind. You begin to recognize Christ is no longer just a, a figment. He is not just an illustration. He is literally your Lord. The mind begins to be regenerated and changed. That's what repentance really means. It's to renew the mind. It's the, now the mind has new information. Uh, how many of you ever had a situation happen? Uh, I, I like to use this one. My wife's uh, back in the day before there were cell phones and all this stuff. My wife said, hey, I'm going to be home at uh, seven o'clock. Right. And and so she's out shopping. I'll be home at seven. And I'm, I, you know, it's seven. It's seven oh five. It's seven ten. And you're, you're like, well, where's she at? I'm getting nervous here. What's wrong? Where's she at? Is something happened? Right. And so I'm starting to get frustrated. How dare she not honor me like this? I mean, she told me I didn't tell her when to be back. She told me and now she won't keep her word. This is terrible. When she gets home, this is what I'm going to say. And then she's going to say this and then I'm going to say that. I mean, you guys look at me like you've never done that. You <laughs> and, and so she rolls up and she says, oh, my goodness, I, I'm so sorry I'm late. I, there was an accident and I stopped and I had to help and da, 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 da. And all of a sudden your mind changes. Right. Or I had a flat tire, and this little, uh, this little old gentleman stopped and helped me change my tire. And all of a sudden, your mind changes. Why? Because you've received new information that you trust. And so I go, oh, oh, I wasn't worried. No, I wasn't upset. I'm so glad you're saying it. <laughs> well, we all do that. And then we repent, right? We repent. We rethink. So what's new? Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. What is new about an individual is not necessarily their body and not necessarily their soul, the mind, the will, and the emotion. What's new is their spirit. It's their spirit that's gone from death to life. That's what's new about it. That's, that's why when we study the scriptures, we look at them as life and light and other people who are not following Christ. He is not Lord. They see scripture as a book of antiquity, the book of history, if you will. They see it as letters. They analyze it analytically, so to speak. And, and it is death. There's no life in the word. But when you have become alive in your spirit, the scriptures are pulsating. They're alive. They're like a light. They're like a diamond. 
right? So you look at the scripture and as you go through life and age and go around that scripture, you see it glimmer in different lights based on how, how old you are and where you are in your walk. That same scripture you read years ago now looks different. It speaks to you different. Why? It's alive. And it's the spirit in you that's alive, taking this living word and translating it to you where you live today. So your spirit's renewed. In Genesis 1.26, God said, let us, this is trips a lot of people up, Elohim, it's, um, it's the plural version here. It is the, it's one of the uh, texts that we use when speaking of the Trinity. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Uh, they will rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock of the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl upon the earth. And so God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them, male and female. And so um, regardless of your terminology, you don't change genetics. I mean, I know that, right? Regardless of what you want, that you can change the body, but the genetics doesn't change. An X is an X, a Y is a Y. It's just, it's just good luck with that one. Um, the nature of a man and the nature of a woman is generally set. And so there are some in our upbringings that may have been uh, in different situations where you were caused to, to, to work like in some situations. Maybe you were raised by a single mom. The nature of a mom was still a mom, but there was also some some nature of a, a husband or a man to be tough to, to, you know, to get those boys under control or what have you. So the nature, generally speaking, is, this, is the same as a female is a female, a male is a male. And then the mold of a male and the mold of a female is generally the same until, until you, you know, change it. And so that's going on today. Praise God for those who need to, I suppose. But the scriptures doesn't talk to us about that. It says God created man and he fashioned woman. So he's even there distinguishing between the two. There's a there's how many of you know if, if without women we would have no fashion. Amen. It, I mean, it would be overalls and boots, I suppose. Cut off jeans and flip flops. That's about what we would have. Right. But praise God, we have women, and, they, and, and God fashioned them. Thank God he fashioned them. I love that he fashioned them. Amen. Help me out, man, please. An amen would do me good right here. Yes, we, we appreciate that. He gave us dominion over not only the ground, but the sea and the air. So this trinity speaks of in his likeness, the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, that he also gave us Trinity parts, genetics, nature's molding, whether creation or fashioning. He gave us dominion over ground, sea, and air. And there is in us three parts, the body, the soul, and the spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The body, this is the visible outward house. You can be nice here. You can um, dye it, paint it, dress it up, puff it up, build it up, whatever you want to do, whatever makes you feel good, amen? 
And we all do it to some degree, so stop looking at me like that, right? But it's still the body, right? I am only going to be six foot, 200 pounds. This is all I will ever be, right? Right? It's my body. I, I can want to be six foot, 200 pounds, but I'm going to be 5'8 and none of your business. And I, I have this problem that you wouldn't call a problem. You will not like me when I tell you this problem, but my son has this problem, I have this problem, and it's equivalent to having too much money and you can't spend it all. I have a problem that I can eat anything I want any day of the week, all day long, and I cannot put on a pound. I'm getting no sympathy in this room. (laughs) I told you you wouldn't like it. Hey, we all have our crosses, all right? It's the body. I'm I'm dealing with mine, you deal with yours. Amen. (laughs) Only my wife is perfect. The rest of us are struggling. Amen. (laughs) So there's the soul, and this is that invisible part of us. It is the conscience, it is the mind, the will, the emotion, our personality, the seat of our desires. It is this soul that the scripture, when, when Paul writes to us in Romans 12 and 2, do not be conformed or shaped or fashioned by this world, but be transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind. So when your spirit is born again, when your spirit is renewed and you accept Christ and what he did at Calvary and you begin to follow him and you give him not only that place of a savior to save you in eternity, you give him that place of lordship, Adonai, today, then he starts renewing your mind. And all of a sudden, what used to be foolishness, the scripture says to man, is now the scripture and an act of obedience to you. So today, there are people riding down this street right here on Highway 40, and they are hauling their boats to the lake, and they are looking over here at all the cars, and they are saying, that is foolishness what those people are doing. Only to not know this, that we have communed with God, and about two hours, we're going to haul our boat too. (laughs) We just set this time aside to let our spirit come together because there's something that's happening in the spirit. It's not happening in the natural. Because you get people together like this in the natural and nothing like this can happen, but in the spirit. But it's your soul that's being renewed here. Now, the third part of us is a spirit. Now, this teaching is is fundamental to understanding this, this context and this uh, this whole understanding of the, of the Holy Spirit, of Holy Spirit. It's, it's, it's fundamental that you get this, that, that you see this working in your life. I have a body that is presenting what is happening on the inside of me, whether soul or spirit, the body is letting you know. So when you go home, if your husband is in a bad mood, the body is actually telling you that there's something happening in the soul of that individual. All right. If you step up to someone who is serving you at a restaurant and they say, what do you want? Their body just told you something's wrong in their soul, the mind, the will or the emotion. Right. They could have just been told, you know, if you're late one more time, you're you're getting fired and and we don't appreciate you. They could have just been hounded in the back as they came in for one reason. You don't know what's going on there. They may be going through a difficult situation in their in their life somewhere. And and they're just they're left without options. And and they just speak to you. Believe me, listen, watch. There are a lot of accidents on the highway that are out of the soul and not an accident. Someone had lost emotion. They had lost their emotions, and their anger went crazy, and this caused an accident or a shooting or something else. 
Okay, that's the mind, the will, and the emotion. When the mind gets uh, turned to reason a thing and the emotions are charged, the will of that individual says, I'm going to run you off the road, right? That's soul. That's the soul. That's not your spirit doing that, and that's not your body doing it. The body's just manifesting the soul. Are you with me? You're a triune being made in the image of God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, body, soul, spirit. The spirit is that part of us that's never dying. It comes to life when we come to Christ. It is God conscience. It is communing with God. It is that place in us that that the Holy Spirit begins to deal with. Now, I'm going to show you something. So I don't know how I'm going to do this with um, with a microphone because I like a microphone. So typically what happens is. We are soul driven. Until we come to Christ. But before we come to Christ, we, we have a dead spirit. It is upside down for a reason. It is dead. Right? So when we come to Christ, our spirit becomes alive. Our spirit's renewed. All of a sudden now, we start communing with God through the spirit. Not through the soul, other than the scriptures where your mind is renewed. You're hearing him through the scriptures. It's your spirit that communes. And so the Lord starts dealing with our life, and, and we go to church, and we're all spirit. Man, this thing is amazing. It's amazing what's going on. Like, our spirit's just renewed. It's like, I feel good. This is great. I love this. And we leave church, and somebody pulls out in front of us, and our soul takes over and says, you idiot. That's coming out of the soul. It's coming out of the mind. Because if that person knew they were an idiot, they would have driven better. So you said, well, I'll tell them. They're an idiot. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, okay, then I'm going to fix that. That always helps, right? It does. And then, and then your wife says, just look at you. We were just in the presence of God. And, and, and you're just going to act. And your spirit takes over. You're right, baby. I'm sorry. I, Father, forgive me, for I know not what I do. It's, and you go talking in the old King James and stuff, and that's your spirit. That's your spirit takes back. So what happens? We come to church in spirit, spirit. Our hearts get tender, and we're like, man, when I get out of this place, I'm going to call that my friend. I'm going to apologize for what I did. Or I get out of this place, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my wife I'm sorry. Or I'm, uh, you know what, I can't, I, I can't wait to text to give. I'm going to give that offering to Israel, or I'm going to give that whatever. Whatever the Holy Spirit's dealing with you. And, and when you leave, what happens is the enemy starts attacking your soul and says, no, wait just a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Now, you know good and well that they did some things wrong, too. And the enemy starts talking to your mind. When Paul tells us in Romans 12 and 2, be, renew, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, he is telling you that the first the voice of God that you hear is the Scripture speaking to you. The model in which we live is the Gospels. When you read the Gospels and you see Jesus, that is the model of how we live. Jesus was full of compassion. He was full of mercy. The reason that our Jewish friends missed him the first time is they were looking for Yeshua the King. But prophetically, the the prophet said Yeshua the Lamb would be here first. But Yeshua the Lamb is never easy for us to accept because it's meek. It's full of compassion and mercy, and that looks weak in our world. It definitely looks weak in a culture where there's a dictator, and you have to fight your way, or a crooked democracy, and you have to steal your way. Are you with me? It's your soul. That's going to get in the way of what God is trying to do in your life. And when you let the soul diminish and the spirit come back and take over, 
all of a sudden, miraculous things start happening. Crazy God stories start happening. It's because you were leaning into the spirit. You were listening to what the spirit was saying to your spirit. When you hear these scriptures that I'm going to speak to this coming series for however long it is, that's how organized I am. I'm just flowing week to week right now. You're going to have to listen with spirit ears. You're going to have to listen. You're going to have to ask your soul, mind, will, and emotions. Mind, be renewed by the scriptures. Emotions, come into check. Will, I will do what the Father's asking me to do. I will conform to the scriptures. Not, not Pastor Ken. I'm going to conform myself to the scriptures. Soul, come in alignment and be submissive to the Spirit. I want to be Spirit-led. Listen, Romans 8, 5. For those who live according to the flesh and set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on things of the Spirit. Now the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset of the spirit is life and peace. The mindset of the flesh is hostile toward God because it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it is unable to do so. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Listen to Galatians 5.16. I say then walk in the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. How do you have dominion over the body? How do you have dominion over the soul, the mind? Live in the Spirit. What I'm talking to you about, Holy Spirit, I'm talking to you about you and your communion with God. It is in the Spirit. I will even tell you this, that without the Holy Spirit, you cannot even open the Scriptures and accurately divide them, rightly divide them and understand them. You must have the Holy Spirit to guide you. Jesus said, it is needful that I go away. And if I go away, I'll send you another I talked about this last week. Another there, exactly like in every essential quality and detail. I'm going to send you another like me. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He is saying there's perfect unity in the Trinity. So Jesus showed us the perfect image of the Father. And then he says, I'm leaving and going back to the Father. And I'm going to send you another exactly alike. And he will lead you into all truth. Apart from him, you don't even know what truth is. I thought it was very interesting that in Germany, Hitler had a minister of truth. And now, I hear talk of a minister of truth. You know, Satan is so boring. He just does the same things over and over. But the Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. God is a God of creation. 
He is the one who makes all things new. Come on, would you stand, please? I want to I close just with asking the Lord to, to bless our time. Father, over the next few weeks, I, I pray. First off, I pray that this, this place we were at is just a puddle compared to where you want to send us. I pray you just take us deeper until we're out of control, until it's not ankle deep, it's not knee deep. We're just over our head in love with you. God, I pray that the stories of how you are just impacting our people's lives would just begin to bubble to the surface. Lord, I pray that this week the takeaway for us would be I don't want my body to manifest an unregenerated mind or an emotion that's out of control. I want my body to manifest my spirit's alive and communing with Holy Spirit. And I pray that over this congregation today. God, I pray that you would take us, use us, transform us, do in us what you see fit and well-pleasing. Lord, do in us what you see fit and well-pleasing. Lord, we just ask today that this message would be alive in us. I don't, I don't normally pray for this over the people. I'm going to pray that the Lord begin to give dreams in this place. And that it wouldn't just be like pizza. Like you would wake up and you would know. That dream was from the Lord. I pray in this place that as you begin to read your devotions and read the scriptures this week, that there would be a there would be a scripture that you know is a word from the Lord. And that in your spirit it would resonate. You would begin to act on that scripture this week. I pray over this church that they would begin to have, each of you in this room and those listening online, would begin to have God encounters like never before because you're in tune with your spirit and your spirit's communion, communing with God. Holy Spirit. Lord, I bless them. I ask that you would minister to them like no man can. Let us come back rejoicing in your name. Amen. Well, we hope that this message has brought you hope and encouragement, and it was just what you needed for today. If you're joining us today and we can partner with you in prayer in any way, it would be our honor. Please reach out to us by visiting our website, mycitylight.org. And lastly, if the Holy Spirit has laid it on your heart to give today, you can do that by visiting mycitylight.org and go to the giving tab or text any amount to 84321. Be blessed.